0: Welcome to our weekly and Episcopal Sermon podcast. We are so glad you found us. This is a live recording of the gospel reading and sermon from last Sunday's service at the Episcopal Church in Almaden. The life of this podcast depends on your listening support. If you enjoy our podcast and would like to support us, simply subscribe to this podcast on your channel of choice. Come. Come. Join us along our shared path for today's episode.
1: The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him and all the region along the Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, and will gather his wheat into the granary, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Gospel of the Lord. To you, Lord there was a mimosa tree in front of the rectory. You may not know this kind of tree. It has uh, fuzzy little blo- blue blossoms blooms on it, and it's very showy and very pretty. Uh, and it, those fuzzy blossoms, when they die, they drop, along with these really obnoxious, long, dry bean pod things. They drop too. And it is really messy And those oh you know this tree yes it is really messy and they're simply everywhere and so hard to get rid of yes one of my neighbors referred to it as the messiest tree on the block and not in a kind way (laughs) that's how bad those trees are so a few years ago one of our weekly gardeners Uh, was uh, complaining to me about how hard it was to get the blooms and the beans and stuff out of the wood chips, and asked if I wanted him to remove the tree. So I said sure, and he took it out, and it was gone, and it was an improvement. And I noticed the other day, you know what's coming, don't you? I noticed the other day that while it is smaller than it used to be, It is back. A shoot came from its roots and became a branch and then became a tree. In today's readings, John the Baptist and Isaiah give us a shoot coming out from the stump of Jesse with a branch growing out of its roots and an ax lying at the root of the tree. You can imagine that also as a chainsaw. Isaiah's growing shoot and branch, we Christians interpret, of course, to be Jesus. With the spirit of the Lord upon him, he ushers in justice and peace. Wolves, lambs, calves and lions, little children and poisonous snakes, all are wrapped together in God's shalom. And where God reigns, no one will hurt or destroy another, even now in our day where God reigns. This is what grows from an apparently dead stump, because God wills life and abundance for all. This is the vision of God's reign that Jesus brings to us. But what about that axe? (laughs) John the Baptist is a wild and fiery prophet filled with God's spirit and literally on a mission to convince us to change our minds and hearts and lives. Being baptized alone, he says, is not good enough. Our spiritual lineage cannot save us. In my experience, most churchgoers find John's words threatening, fire and brimstone. The general consensus is how soon Can we get past all of this ominous thundering and find the sweet baby in the manger with singing angels, lowing cattle, and adoring shepherds? It's so comforting, whereas John is unsettling. It turns out the only way to the manger is through John's message. This is why we have the season of Advent. Without opened hearts and minds, we can't perceive the true meaning of the manger. The coming of God among us as a human is not just sweetness and light. It lies in the shadow of the cross. And even now, the ax is at the root of the trees. Last week, I told you that apocalyptic scripture is not written to threaten, but to bring hope, particularly hope in troubled times when people are suffering. Apocalypse actually means revelation, removing the veil so that we can see the truth about ourselves and about God. And without the truth, there is no freedom. I invite you to that mindset for today's gospel as well. Many people think that the trees that John is talking about are individual people, such as in there are good trees good people and bad people and the bad ones get chopped down and thrown into the fire so you better hope you're a good one but i offer you two other ways to think of god's message and to hear this in your own life one is that each of us within us has trees that bear good fruit and trees that do not. We are not individually trees, but rather each person is an orchard. The purpose of an orchard is to bear good fruit. A farmer prunes and fertilizes waters and otherwise nurtures the trees for that purpose. And when a tree stops bearing good fruit The orchard owner pulls it out, and in the old days burns it. Now they're more likely to be ground chipped or um, mulched. Removing unproductive diseased trees improves the health of the whole orchard. So it is with us. John urges us to repent That is to stop in our busyness, look at our lives, and turn to God. This is where John's wheat metaphor is useful. 20 to 50 grains of wheat grow and mature in a single head. But that wheat is encased in a husk, which is indigestible to humans. It's called chaff, and we can't eat the wheat, or the bread that comes from it, until it is separated from the chaff. Again, some people are not wheat and others chaff. All of us are the whole head of wheat containing both kernels and husks. In order for us to be the people that God means us to be, the chaff has to go. This is what the winnowing fork is all about. A winnowing fork throws it up in the air and the wind blows away that very light chaff and the heavy grain, the useful grain, falls to the floor of the threshing barn. This is also what repentance and turning toward God is all about. It's not painless because it requires us to let go of that which is not good and useful, but to which we might be very much attached. Like our habits of judging others or blaming others alexander solzhenitsyn said there is a line between good and evil but it doesn't run between groups it runs through the heart of each person what each of us needs is liberation from whatever husks are holding us back from god and god wants to help us with this so application of john's words to all of us as individuals is the first way that i offer to you to hear this gospel and we can add another way to see the trees and the wheat as all of us together our families our society our world it should be very clear to us that among humanity there are actions systems and attitudes that bear no good fruit. They are chaff only with no kernels of wheat. We see it in the news every day. We feel it around us. It keeps us up at night. Systemic racism, the stoking of division and hatred, the objectifying of some groups of people aggression violence and the belief that some people are more worthy of dignity value and rights than others prepare the lord's way make the path straight we hear isaiah insists that every valley shall be filled up and every mountain and hill brought down the playing field shall be leveled the lord's way this is echoed in mary's magnificat that we will say together next week she sings the lord has cast down the mighty from their seats and lifted up the humble The Lord has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away hungry. The field is leveled because all humans are equal in dignity, value, and rights in the sight of God. Through Jesus, God turns the world order upside down. This is the construction of the reign of God on this earth, in this time, in this place. It's not something just out there in the future. The evil in our world is to be rooted out. And that is good news. And we are part of that. We here at ECA participate in restoring equal dignity to each person, in part, by reaching out to our neighbors in love, listening to them, forming relationships, hearing what their real needs are, and offering what might help restore meaning and hope to their lives in their context. This is the vision of our Church of the Future. It helps clear away the debris of everyday living, the accumulated chaff, by creating space that is welcoming, affirming, and loving for everyone. So my hope is that we will not try to rush through Advent to get to Christmas. That we will savor the revealing and hopeful words that point the way to our own restoration and that of the world. That we will do the work of Advent, preparing ourselves through prayer, meditation, and examination of our lives, discerning the difference between what is wheat and what is chaff. My hope is that we will approach this month of expectant waiting actively as we prepare for calling a new rector, for continuing our work on the Church's future, and for the coming of Christ.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode on an Episcopal Sermon Podcast. May this episode inspire you to apply lessons from these teachings to your everyday life. If you found inspiration in this episode, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast through the channel of your choice and spread the word. If you would like to see the full service from which today's sermon was drawn, visit our YouTube channel linked in the show notes of this episode. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to donate any amount to our listener's support on Anchor or visit the donation page on our website, www.churchinalmaden.org slash donations.